All right. Welcome, everybody. Today, I have a special guest. Um, he has been my client for a very, very long time. His name is Brett. Um, and I just wanted to share his story with you because I feel like it's going to be very uh, relatable to a lot of you. Um, I also wanted to sort of share my side of it and uh, how it's been kind of working together all these years. So, uh, Brett, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Excited to be on. Um, so why the hell are you still training with me is the real question. Oh, man. That's a great question, huh? Um, well, it's it's fun. That's for one. Okay. You know, fun in a semi-torturous sense of the word. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I mean... Like you mentioned, it's been been a long time. I mean, I think we're we're over ten years at this point. So, um, you know, I, I mean, I think obviously right off the bat, I mean, it's it's a great workout. You know how to, uh, you know, hit the right buttons. It it drive me to work out a hell of a lot harder than I would uh, on my own. And um, then you know, I mean, it's it's also just fun. Um, whether it's training just with you or training in one of the classes with uh, with the whole group. Um, it's a fun atmosphere. It's a competitive atmosphere. Um, and it's just, I mean, it's just a, it's a good time again, in the semi-torturous sense of the word, since, <laughs> um, I'm usually halfway dead by the end of every session. So fair, but you come back to life every time. And that's what I like about you. Exactly. Uh, so yes, it's over 10 years, uh, <laughs> 15. Oh, time flies when you're having fun. Time flies. It's half your goddamn life. How weird. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh my God. I was thinking about that earlier today and I'm like, I've been trading Brett for literally half his life, a little bit more. Yeah, that's over half. Yeah. So Brett was the, uh, the age of 14 when we first, when we first met, I actually was training his mom I believe first I've really gotten in with the entire family uh but yeah. I was training his mom first and his dad was like no way I don't want any of that training <laughs> <laughs> and Brett's dad is one of my most loyal clients over the last 15 years but uh so anyway Brett and I met he was 14 years old and one of my favorite stories uh I, I can tell it or you can tell it and I feel like you might know where I'm going uh maybe i mean there's probably a few i'll let you take the lead <laughs> so when uh when i showed up at your house oh yeah yeah that was a good one that was a good one yeah uh, i mean i can go for it so oh man i mean that was i think i was still in high school for that one I mean, uh, yes yes yeah so you know as many high school kids for whatever reason I just didn't really want to do it that day um you know I just decided that you know life as a 14 year old was so tough already I had homework that I probably didn't really have to get done and you know a bunch of other things that seemed like real problems at the time and so I decided I didn't want to work out and you know I figured what's the worst that can happen I'll tell Laura you know I can't make it I'm at home you know there's some safe here there's nothing that's going to happen and Sent her a text message saying, hey, you know, not going to be able to make it into our session today. Um, and, you know, naturally, as, as a good trainer should, she was not very willing to accept that. 
And so, um, you know, I was kind of like, well, you know, that's, that's what's happening is I'm not coming in. And then, you know, didn't, didn't respond to her text messages. And then about maybe 20 minutes later, um, there's a ring at the doorbell at my parents' house. <laughs> I thought that's strange. It's an odd time for someone to stop by the house, but you know, who knows, maybe it's one of my mom's friends. And then I'm sitting there watching TV, just being lazy. And all of a sudden, uh, Laura walks around the couch and is uh you know starting to give me the the burn treatment you know what <laughs> thought you were busy what are you doing here it looks like you're just sitting on your ass watching tv which was 100 percent what i was doing and uh next thing i know i'm in the backyard working out uh with laura at my parents <laughs> house and the session came to me when i decided i didn't want to go to the session so um yeah that was uh that's a classic that's that's an old one for us yeah. for sure yeah, it's one of my favorite, one of my favorites, because I just remember the look on your face when I walked in. That was like, yeah, one of the best things. you know, I talked to your dad. Um, I don't remember exactly how I found out, but I do remember your dad was like, yeah, he's not coming and whatever. I'm like, what do you mean he's not coming? Yeah, he just doesn't <laughs> like it today. I'm like, uh, yeah, that doesn't really work for me, Jer. So yeah. his dad's name, Jerry, we like to call him Jerry Bear. So I said, you know, it doesn't really work for me. I said, can I, Jerry, can I? follow you to <laughs> can I follow you to your house <laughs> so he's like I mean yeah <laughs> so so I did oh, yeah, I'm and, sure he loved um, it yeah I mean please of course he did uh <laughs> he was finally getting some help with you um yeah. so yeah it was a it was a beautiful moment and I you know what you know what happened Brett pretty much showed up to every session since so yeah even the ones where I was, uh, you know, probably shouldn't have been there. Yeah, like throwing up from being hungover and stuff like that. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> happen. So perfect lead in. It's like we've done this before, Brett. So, <laughs> uh, so I guess part of, I mean, part of the story is, first of all, we just go way back. And yes, I'm, I'm actually really happy to hear. I've never asked you sort of, you know, why you've trained with me for so long uh mm -hmm. but i mean it's cool to hear that it's the same thing right like we have a connection we make each other laugh we're ridiculous um yeah and it's fun and also torturous i think that's the great great descriptor but um i guess what i wanted to do is sort of talk about too like how it feels for you because when i first met you you were playing sports in high school mm -hmm. rugby were you playing football too or just rugby yeah, when we first met, I was just playing football, and then about a year in is when I started playing rugby, and about a year after that was when I sort of shifted out of football to just rugby. Okay, so, you know, definitely, Brett's definitely an athlete, like, forever, always just an athletic guy, um, but the struggle has come in um, just with, like, the follow-through on a lot of the stuff outside of training, so um, it's interesting because um, as a trainer we don't really talk about kind of this side of things and this side of things it's it's difficult especially when you care about your clients to like see them struggle or see them feel stuck or you know whatever um and so what I've tried to do and I'm sure Brett can attest to this is like try every angle like hey let's try this thing hey do you want to try this how about this right and the truth is there's nothing I can do until Brett's ready to do it so we've kind of gone back and forth over the years. And by kind of, I mean, like a lot of parties go, <laughs> we always go back and forth. But I guess my question to you, Brett, is sort of, I do believe that it's very relatable 
to a ton of people to sort of like be in this in-between phase where you're like Mm -hmm. killing the game over here in this part of my life and then like trying to you know get everything kind of together so what what has been your experience in terms of kind of getting stuck with maybe not following through on the fitness goals as much as you would like to or the way that you would like to yeah i mean i think uh another great thing also about this is I mean since I've been training with you I've kind of gone to both ends of the spectrum and kind of everywhere in between right I mean like you said when I started I was you know playing one or two sports throughout the year so I was you know constantly running constantly lifting um, both with you and you know outside of training with you and so you know especially at an age where I was a growing boy right you know the eating was off the charts I was just eating whatever I wanted all the time and it wasn't an issue because I was running and doing stuff all the time and then you know you get out of high school and that kind of shifts away and now all of a sudden you got to try and break old eating habits that are frankly just not not good at all um and you know trying to battle with that and like you said also you know kind of battling you know with things in in life outside of fitness right and so Um, you know, we've, I've had times where I got down to where I wanted to be weight wise and, and kind of held it for a bit and then fell off a little bit and have, you know, kind of gone to the other side where I was, you know, a lot heavier than I would like to be and, and kind of going back and forth. And, um, I mean, I think, um, you know, it's, it's definitely a struggle, right. And like you kind of said, right. The, the working out with you, um, obviously is a, is a big part of it, but there's, you know, it's not the whole picture, right. And, and you know, it can only happen once, um, you know, I, or, or whoever is in the scenario kind of takes the reins and, and really jumps into it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I've kind of, I've been on that side and then I've been a little more, um, like where I've probably been the past year or two, um, where I'm a little bit off to the other side where I, I just, you know, I got a lot of other things going on. I got things I'm trying to do in my life. Um, and, you know, letting those take, um, you know, a front seat to, to the fitness aspect. Um, and then, you know, trying to kind of now find a balance. Right. Um, and, you know, I mean, I think there's, there's a lot there, right. I mean, you gotta, you definitely gotta want it. Um, it's not an easy road at all. Um, and it's, you know, it's, a lot of sacrifice to make right but it's it's something that you know you you short-term pain equals long-term gain right so um you know you you deal with you know not having that extra beer or <laughs> whatever it may be and uh we'll call, you know we'll working call it out one. Next, we'll call it one yeah beer. yeah just one you know yeah for the for podcast. um so so yeah i mean I, I think um i mean i guess i'm, I'm rambling a little bit here but i, I think you know there's a lot to it. Um, and you know, like you said, it's a lot, a lot falls naturally on the, you know, the shoulders of of the person trying to get in shape. But I think one great thing about working with you, like you alluded to, is you've kind of tried all the different angles, right? We tried, you know, doing a, a set in stone kind of meal plan where it's like, this is breakfast on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? This is, you know, whatever it may be, right. Fully structured, we've tried, you know, looser side of, okay, you know, just like keep track of what you're eating and, and just, you know, let's keep each other in the loop. Um, you know, we've tried, um, you know, all kinds of different things, right? I mean, you even, you even took me to a yoga class when I was uh, <laughs> trying to do yoga, but couldn't work up the nerve to go on my own. And then you just dragged me in there. Um, and, and I think, you know, that's part of, again, part of why, um, you know, I, I've stayed, 
um, you know, working out with you is, you know, I think you've never quit on me. And so I, you know, on some level, I, I feel like I owe that back to you. I mean, I think we, we actually had a, a talk about it um, during the pandemic when I was really, really in a dark spot and not really wanting to, you know, put the that work into um, to working out. And I think I kind of mentioned, you know, I, I thought about stopping, but bottom line was I just knew you weren't going to let me stop. So I didn't even <laughs> think it was an option. So, um, and, and I think, you know, that's, that's part of what, um, you know, I think I really appreciate. And part of what I, what really resonates with me is the fact that, um, you know, you're, you're always there. And even when I'm not there for me, you're, you're there and, and trying to make it work. So, um, you know, I think that's, uh, definitely a big part of why I'm, I'm sticking around and, uh, you know, gotta just try and find the motivation and, and, you know, get, get the priority straight. And first of all, I really appreciate some of the stuff you said, uh, a lot, a lot. And secondly, it's really interesting. You know, I think a lot of people, part of the reason I wanted to talk to you is first of all, I knew it was going to be okay to be honest. And I knew you'd mm-hmm. be okay being honest. Not everybody is. Um, I know I have some people that I really couldn't talk to, about this publicly because you know there's a lot of shame attached to a lot of it there's a lot of yeah self-judgment and all that kind of stuff and the truth is it's so common and it's so relatable that that's part of the reason that I want to talk about it like because it's a big part of my job I mean it's interesting you know being a trainer you're like cool I'm gonna I mean what I thought when I first started like yeah I'm gonna work people out all the time and that's like gonna be it (laughs) but it's so much less about working out and so much more about like tapping into people and sort of, you know, helping them feel like seen and heard and like cared for or whatever, taken care of, or, you know, like you said, like that I'm looking out for you and, and that I'm mm-hmm. never leaving. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but, you know, I think that your story, I guess, part of, so I appreciate your honesty, but part of it is, hey guys, if, if you're struggling with this stuff, it's super common and it's totally okay. And we're all trying to figure it out. And from my side, I, my thing has been like, how do I not get overly attached? Number one, to my clients, because I care a lot about people. That's why I show up at people's doors. By the way, everyone, it doesn't happen. <laughs> often. I don't think I stalk my clients, but, but I, I mean, I asked to be fair. He was a teenager. I asked his father's permission. He said, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but two, you know, it, it really is, and on this side it like pains me for people and also I struggle with like you know like I'm sure you felt and we've talked about like that that failure word right which I don't really Mm -hmm. like using but a lot of people can relate to I'm over here on my side a lot of times feeling like a failure like why can't I help this person get to x y and z right so Mm -hmm. I think it's actually a very similar feel on both sides, it's just you're maybe feeling it about you, feeling it on your behalf, right? So mm-hmm. it's um, it's really interesting to find the balance of, hey, I care about people a lot and like I want to help them and also how do I do it? So that resourcefulness is like, hey, what about that? And letting go, which is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I was just about to say, yeah, we've, we've had that as well, right? Where you know, some of the, the darker times where I'm not, you know, not necessarily top priority is, is fitness. And, you know, you've been 
good at being like, okay, well, like, you know, for now, let's just work out, right? Just need, I, when I just need that outlet to kind of go and, and just get some energy out and, and do something, but I'm not necessarily ready to jump all the way in and you'll be, you know, like, okay, well, like, let's, you know, we'll just work out for now. And then when you're ready again, right, when the motivation comes back, you know, we'll, we'll throw it into gear again and, and, you know, take another run at this situation. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's definitely, uh, you know, an important part of it as well. So what do you feel like for you personally, and I'm not saying like this applies to everybody in this space of kind of like, Hey, I've got this part of my life in order and I want to do this. And how do I make myself a priority? But I mean, in terms of like, is it a balance thing? Like you got the job thing going and it's a balance of time and like social, like what is, what do you feel like it is for you? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I definitely think a big part of it for me is, is a balance, right. Finding that balance. Um, I mean, I've always kind of been, um, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of, I get, I get tunnel vision a lot on, on things, right. When I start something and I'm, I'm trying to work on it, you know, I, I really kind of put everything into that. So like, you know, you'd mentioned the job, right. Coming out of the pandemic, I, I didn't have the job and I've been, you know, busting my ass to try and get back into, you know, break back into tech sales, which I had just barely gotten into to begin with. Um, and so, you know, I, I was putting everything into that. Right. And then it was like, you know, once I finished, you know, trying, trying that for the day and I get to know the end of the day, it was like, that was when I would find myself in problem scenarios, right. Where I'm like, okay, like, man, I just, I busted my ass all day. I want to reward myself somehow. And that's when, you know, I go get fried chicken or, or, you know, pizza and beer or something that wasn't going to help the situation. Right. Um, and so finding the balance between, you know, putting, putting all the effort into the things you need to put effort into and then rewarding yourself, but doing it in a way that's not going to, you know, be detrimental to other sections of, of what you're trying to do. Um, and so finding that balance and then, yeah, I mean, definitely the social aspect, right. Um, I mean, we've had this conversation a lot. I, I love beer and, and I like to go out with my <laughs> friends and, and, you know, get a little, get a little into it. And, as a big guy, I mean, if I'm going to do that, I got to drink a lot of beers and then that becomes a problem in itself because then, you know, not only do you have, um, you know, all the calories from that alcohol, but as happens with alcohol, I usually mean somewhere late in the night, you're probably gonna have a snack, probably not going to be healthy. Exactly. Right. So, so, you know, it's, it's balancing all these different things. and, And we've had that conversation in particular many times, um, because, you know, there's, there were times when I was going out, you know, a couple nights every weekend and, and having a, a couple of pops. So, um, you know, definitely, definitely trying to balance all of it. I think that's probably the biggest, um, the biggest part in all of this. And I think it kind of goes both ways too, right? I mean, we've not nowhere near as often, but we've had to go the other way where, you know, I, I almost try and, and hone in too much. Um, and, and I think I can maybe think of one time that's happened. Um, but you know, go and, and it's like, you know, not eating anything I like and not, you know, having any beers and, and working out, you know, five days a week and, and, and it's just, and it, at some point it becomes too much and it's not no longer sustainable. Right. It's mm-hmm. great if you want to do it for a few weeks and, and, you know, kickstart things, but if you do it too long, then all of a sudden, you know, as has happened with me, right. You'll ha- I'll have a, a blowout after where it's like, okay, well now I'm really going to go off this weekend. And then it just, you know, you, you dig yourself right back into the same hole you were in. So the balance I think is huge. Um, you know, definitely just, just finding, finding the way to, um, you know, 
make the right choices, but also make it so that it's something you can do consistently. I mean, you know, for, for ever, right. Is the game plan, right. That's what you, you want is to create a healthy lifestyle that you can maintain and, um, you know, keep you in a position where you're happy with your body, you're happy with your fitness level and you're, you know, happy in general. Absolutely. I mean, that's kind of my whole goal the whole time I've been training and, you know, it's, it's all about, it's never been about short term. I mean, if people have had like, you know, I've, I've worked with some fighters who, you know, had to be a certain weight by a certain date or yeah. models or, or people in fitness competitions. And like, that was a very specific goal, but in terms of people trying to lose weight, like in general, I'm always the long-term philosophy because just exactly what you said, if you, if you do too much too quickly, you're going to burn out and mm-hmm. you're going to go back the other direction and you're going to feel worse than you did when you started. So mm-hmm. it's really about kind of finding that, uh, that balance. And, and to your point, I think those, I mean, I think you made great points today, you know, uh, self accountability is mm-hmm. like, necessary, right? I, someone can't come to me as a trainer and be like, fucking fix me. <laughs> it doesn't work that way, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah. but I think a lot of people, I mean, people think like, okay, Laura, what do I do next? I'm like, well, you take some responsibility for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's why I'm calling, okay, you ready for the name uh, that I'm starting to call myself the compassionate hard ass? What do you think? I saw that. That's a good one. It's apt, <laughs> apt, apt title. Because it's there's a little like cussing in it, which is very very me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also like really give a shit about people, which is more cussing, which I just wanted to do for you. But the point is that, yes. So uh, trying to find a balance. I mean, balance is tricky. We're never going to actually find it. It's not like you turn a corner and you're like, Oh, there's some fucking balance in my life. But, mm-hmm. uh, but making time, maybe scheduling time for some things, uh, making time for yourself, um, self accountability, and then having somebody who's got your back and is in your corner and isn't going to go anywhere and may show up at your house. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what I got. That's what I got. Yeah. And so. I think the, the balancing is, is important too that you just mentioned was like, cause I definitely had that mentality too, similar to like showing up and be like, Oh Lord, just fix me. There was a time <laughs> when I thought that like the balance was like some magical formula I was just going to stumble upon one day where it's like, Oh, this, this is it. This is, you know, if I do this every day, then boom, I'm, I'm good forever where that's, that's not what it is, right? You have to be able to find the balance, which I think is, is less of like a exact point as much as it is as like a, you know, almost like a spectrum, right? It's a, it's an area that you have to maintain inside of, you know, these, these parameters and, and, you know, wiggle when you need to zig and zag when you need to, and, and, you know, make sure that, you know, you keep, things interesting and, and fun and, and, you know, sustainable, but also, um, you know, staying in that, that area that you want to be in. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, lastly, what I will say too, it's like, it's putting in the personal work on your stuff. So a lot of us men and women are myself totally included are emotional eaters. So when shit oh, goes yeah. awry, uh, you know, and, and it's getting, you know, and I'll, I'll be talking more about this definitely on this uh, podcast because it's been a huge part of my life, frankly, uh, it was a huge part of my mom's life and it's been a huge part of my training and coaching. Um, but it's really about looking, you know, within it, it, your reactions and responses and, and behaviors around frustration, upset, feeling rejected, like all those things. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, I think it's really cool that you over the years have also spent some time looking at that stuff and gotten more in touch with it. I think that if more people did that, um, they'd be able to sort of move through this stuff a little bit better, but it's just hard work. So it's not fun to look at. Um, and it's certainly not fun to admit, <laughs> but, yeah. but it's super helpful. So, um, cool. This, I mean, Brett, it's like, it's like we've done this before. <laughs> I mean, we're just, just born naturals with this, I guess, Ooh. you know. I feel like Pod. I'm super impressed with us. I mean, we kind of killed it today, and I'm feeling yeah. really good about us, you know? Podcast superstardom, here we come. <laughs> Joe Rogan, look out. <laughs> That's right. Is that, are there podcast influencers? Because I'm here for it. I'm yeah. Here. I'm waiting for my blue check mark on Twitter now. Do it. Verified. Okay. So <laughs> thank you so much for your time. I totally appreciate you doing this with me. I really appreciate your honesty. Um, yep. It's really nice to have people that are willing to share this stuff because it's just relatable to so many people. Um, so I appreciate that. And I appreciate you. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow for the uh, torture session of our relationship. Torture part. Sounds good. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Honored to, honored to be a part of it. And uh, I appreciate you. Thank you, Brad. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I will see you tomorrow for an ass kicking. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Take care. Bye.